Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that reaches deep into your social distancing and gives you one uplifting, connecting, life-affirming page of Talmud a day. And today that page is page 19. And in page 19, we find the Talmud opining about something that I have very strong feelings about. And that thing is sailing. The sages taught... One may not set sail on a ship fewer than three days before Shabbat to avoid appearances that the Jew is performing a prohibited labor on Shabbat. In what case is this statement said? In a case where he set sail for a voluntary matter. However, if he sailed for a matter involving a mitzvah, he may well do so. And even then, he must stipulate with a Gentile ship captain that this is on the condition that he rests, meaning stops the ship. And even if the Gentile does not rest, Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel says, he need not stipulate. And sailing on a ship that is traveling from Tyre to Sidon, a short journey by sea, is permitted even on Shabbat Eve. To help me make sense of this statement, I called the only Jew I know, who thinks sailing is something Jews should do. Hello again to my wife, Lisa Ann Sandel. Hi, Liel. You're a bit of a sailor. <laughs> I was once. Tell us about your maritime experience. Well, I grew up sailing with my family on a sunfish in a lake in Delaware. And then when I started going to overnight camp on the Chesapeake Bay, I took sailing lessons. And it was my favorite part of summer camp. And I've just always loved sailing. Now, you and I uh, have a seminal moment in our very long relationship that involves sailing, do we not? This is true. Kindly share it with the people secluded <laughs> in their homes well, who, who are wishing for a moment of levity. I think I might know why those rabbis um, advised against sailing right before Shabbat. So one time in Greece, you and I were on the island of Naxos, um, in the Kiklides, and there's not a ton to do on that island, but we were staying near a water sports club um, on the Aegean Sea, and I really wanted to rent a sailboat. You, really, not so much, um, but I convinced you that we should try it, and I should say it had been probably going on 20 years since I had last sailed prior to that. And I should also say, <laughs> I am not a patient man. <laughs> no, you are not. Um, so we got a catamaran. We rented it from some lovely German people who were running the sports club. They seemed rather mistrustful. They didn't seem to have a lot of faith that I knew what I was doing. But we got out on the boat and we were sailing along and I was a little nervous, but you know, we were we were doing fine. I was tacking, we were we were sailing along smoothly, and then you started hounding me that you wanted to go somewhere. And I was like, Where are we gonna go? We're in the middle of the Aegean Sea. There's nowhere to go. You just go back and forth and it's fun. And you're like, No, I really want to go somewhere. Go over there, go over there. And I was like, I'm pretty sure over there is the shipping lane that the people at the sports club told us not to sail into, but you just were very insistent and I was very nervous. And so I sailed us into that area and... Little lane of doom. <laughs> exactly. Into a watery grave. 
<laughs> and next thing I knew, our little catamaran was on top of a little coral reef. And it was probably about three feet square in all, poking just up above the surface of the water, but not really high enough so that I could see it as we were sailing toward it. And So what did I gallantly <laughs> do next? Gallantly, you very bravely hopped off the boat onto that tiny little reef and gave the boat a little shove. And we, well, I took off. I got a nice gust of wind and I was so freaked out by that point. I just sailed back to shore and I didn't know how to come back and get you. It was like all of my knowledge had just flown out of my head. Leaving me stranded on a <laughs> coral reef only to be rescued later by uh, an irate German who said to me the unforgettable sentence, the catamaran is not a toy. <laughs> yes, this is true. So I, I think I understand what it is that you mean by saying that you know why the rabbis advised uh, that we should not sail before Shabbat. Because if you read the reasonings, uh, it's actually quite fascinating to see that there are like five or six different uh, explanations that later commentators of the Talmud gave for why you shouldn't be in a boat. Uh, one of them, Bala Ma'ol, for example, said, well, it's forbidden um, to embark on a sea voyage just before Shabbat because sea voyages are dangerous, <laughs> fraught with opportunities to end one's life. And if you were to be thrust into such an opportunity, you would have no choice, uh, or into such a situation, I should say, you would have no choice then to save your own life uh, and therefore desecrate Shabbat, which is technically permissible, but why put yourself in this situation? Uh, the Ramban, for example, Nachmanides, said, no, you know, it's basically because you'll be making the Gentile ship captain work and, and it's just not a good look. There's no reason to do it. But I want to share with you one explanation that I love the most. It comes from Rabbi Tzhak Fasi, or the Rif, which is actually really apropos, because when pronounced with a good Hebrew accent, it's the Rif, which is, you know, the nautical theme continues. And he says, there's a mitzvah of Oneg Shabbat, or taking pleasure in Shabbat. And, says the very wise 12th century Tunisian rabbi, sailing is not pleasurable. <laughs> do you understand, do you agree with, with the esteemed rabbi? I do not. You you hold that this is something that our people should continue and do. I think it is a very fun activity, a very fun sport. It's good to do um, on the open water when you have like quite a bit of experience under your belt and you don't get um, so freaked out that you forget what you're doing. But yeah. It's a fun activity. And so if you uh, and I were again to find ourselves just before Shabbat at yet another beach club somewhere uh, warm and lovely and sunny, would you advise that we get on another catamaran with, say, three hours to go before uh, Shabbat enters? I don't think there's enough money in the world <laughs> to pay me to take you on a sailboat ever again, especially three hours before Shabbat. Well, friends, however you feel about sailing, the Talmud has yet another disputation for you. And take some solace in knowing that while you're cooped indoors, you can at least not find yourself having the conundrums that the rabbis speak of in today's stuff and find yourself in mid-sea. Thanks so much for having me again. Thank you very much for joining us here in our living room.
This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoyed this show, please go rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly section of Reading Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon.